One of my favorite mantras that I share with people quite often is that everything in this life boils down to love of God and love of neighbor, the two greatest commandments. Young or old, no matter one's state in life, we are all called to love God and neighbor. We express this love, for the most part, through our words and actions. As parents, we try to instill in our children virtuous habits such as kindness, patience, humility, and gratitude, and so on. The more we learn how to be virtuous, the more our hearts become conditioned for love. Having said that, I would like to focus on the virtue of gratitude because of its centrality in the first reading and the gospel for today. Gratitude is said to be the mother of all virtues, and the concept of gratitude is woven throughout the scriptures. Scientific studies show that people who are consistent in being grateful are more likely to be happier, more healthy both physically and emotionally, sleep better, and have more fulfilling friendships. This seems naturally intuitive, but the studies I glanced at also indicated that the people who strive to be grateful still experienced negative emotions such as sadness, anger, and fear, which all of us deal with from time to time. In the gospel, we are left to wonder why the other nine lepers didn't return to thank Jesus for the healing they received. We just don't know, but we do know that Jesus took note of it and was presumably saddened by it. The nine could have been so excited that they just forgot. They could have been so intent on following the instructions they were given to go see the priests, so they ran off without thinking twice. Or they may have felt they were entitled to receive the healing because of who they are and because they were in adherence to the law. When Jesus sent the ten off to see the priest, the Samaritan knew he would not be welcome in the temple or by a Jewish priest. He would have to go down to his own priest who would not be considered legitimate by the Jews. So all he could do was return to Jesus knowing that his cure was a work of God and offer him fitting gratitude for the gift of his mercy and healing. Gratitude is a response to a gift. So knowing that gifts differ in their importance, the gratitude expressed will be different also. For instance, saying thanks to someone for holding a door open is adequate, but will not suffice for the gift of a miraculous healing or the sacrificing of one's life for another. Jesus, dying for our salvation and giving himself to us in the Eucharist, should compel us to show our gratitude in a much more profound way. We get the same sense of this from the first reading when Naaman, also a foreigner, was overcome with gratitude for the healing he received. Ultimately, he comes to realize that his healing was a gift from God, and he vowed to worship only the God of Israel from that day forward. Elisha refused Naaman's gift only because his conversion from, God, from being a pagan to belief in the one true God was enough of a reward. Gratitude is important to God because it keeps our relationship with him front and center, so we are open to receiving additional gifts from him. Last week, Father Dave spoke of the idolatry of self in regards to inhibiting growth in our faith and hurting our relationship with God. 
Whenever we are preoccupied with ourselves, we tend to forget the gift giver along with the gifts that are given to us. Recognizing the fact that we are all in need of healing along with the disunity that flows from that, what can we as individuals and the collective body of Christ learn from the encounter Jesus had with the 10 lepers with regards to showing gratitude to God? Ever since the pandemic subsided, the church has been searching for and struggling with ways to draw people back to the celebration of the Mass. Mass attendance before the pandemic was nothing to write home about, so to struggle with reaching pre-pandemic levels doesn't seem like that big of a feat, but has proven to be just that. Why? Has the pandemic accelerated what was going to eventually happen anyway, to the point where less than 20% of baptized Catholics could attend Mass on a weekly basis? That's a staggering number. In light of the gospel from today, it seems that the body of Christ is suffering from a lack of gratitude on the part of those who have stopped coming to Mass regularly on weekends. Just as Jesus followed Jewish law and commanded the lepers to go to the priest to be judged clean again so they could re-enter society, he commands us through the laws of the church to gather and worship as a faith community and engage in the life of the church and parish. He knows what we need, so he has given us the Mass as our communal prayer of thanksgiving back to God. Has the majority of our flock forgotten the gifts that are given along with the giver of the gifts? Sometimes it seems that way. The church and society in general continues to be weakened by struggling families and a lack of faith in Jesus who wishes to heal these wounds through the sacraments of the church especially the Eucharist. All we have to do is approach him and call out so that he may do so. For the next three years, the U.S. bishops are calling for a national Eucharistic revival to help bring about the healing needed in the church and to strengthen our faith in the God who loves us through a renewed understanding and belief in Christ's real presence in the Eucharist. This is a good thing because of what has taken place in past years, which has weakened and tarnished the presence of Christ and his church in the public sphere. The church stands poised to reclaim her authoritative role and can only do so with our help. Properly done, gratitude towards Jesus for the gift of the Eucharist will transform our past, present, and future and give us the strength to love God and neighbor as he taught. May all of us remain faithful and not deny this amazing gift given to us. What will be your response?